Welcome to the Design That Scales weekly podcast. I am Gaptooth Gary. And I'm Anar. <laughs> this is the go-to source for non-designers to get the latest design tips and tricks to scale their business. In today's episode, we'll be talking about Halloween and how our favorite brands have used the seasonal moment to drive engagement and have some fun. But before that, <laughs> have you got a fun fact for us this week, Anna? I do, I do. Um, appreciate the voice. I feel like mine started to go a bit Irish and maybe <laughs> yours was just like, yours was a bit um, chain-smoking drag queen for a while there. Oh, no. No one wants to smell like a chain-smoking drag queen. No, not today. But yes, I do have a fun fact. And of course, we're here celebrating Halloween, which is why we're sounding very spooky But my fun fact for the week, of course, is related to something a little bit strange. So the 1991 film, The Addams Family, was the Addams Family movie was what it was called, featuring Christina, I think it's pronounced Ricky or Rissy. Christina Ricky. Classic. I feel like I watched it at least 20 times as a kid. Have you watched that one? I have. I used to watch Casper the Friendly Ghost with Christina Ricky in it, like over and over and over again. Yes. Yeah, she's like... She's just an icon um, from the from the 90s and, and beyond. But an interesting fact, so the film, as it was made, some strange things happened on set for the team of creatives. So the film's... I just got around the twist in my head when you said that. Strange things happen. Are you going around the twist? Have you ever... Yeah. Well, I felt like this. <laughs> I love my childhood. It's My whole childhood is just flashing before my eyes now. And that yeah, that's a big part of it. But the interesting thing is, so the director, um, Sonnenfeld, his name was, his last name, had a fainting incident and a few other weird things started to happen. So there was a replacement director who had to stop production for a couple of days was and was hospitalized for a sinus infection. And then in front of the camera, the director, after coming back, had a blood vessel burst in his eye in front of the camera. And they also said that there was this pervasive black cloud hanging over the movie set. They just, they couldn't understand it, but these dark storm clouds just kept reappearing. So it's interesting. And, and the last thing I should mention is that the director had, had also had a moment, um, the fainting incident, which was the inciting incident, where he actually had this feeling of pressure in his chest as if someone was blowing up a balloon inside me, he quote, and that's what led to his fainting. Spooky things happen, it's a spooky film, and I think the black cloud hovering over the film set is probably the most spooky thing, but but still, the fainting and the eye blood vessel burst is a little bizarre, so they crazy. That's crazy. I mean, Wednesday Adams would have loved all of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's probably, she did it, she made it happen. It was Christina. Very, very on brand for the Adams family. Very on brand. But what about, have you got a spooky fact for us? My fun fact is from Parade, is my source. It's not a very big one, actually. It's a random one. Visitors are not allowed to scatter their loved one's ashes at Disney World or Disneyland. Apparently, it was a problem, particularly around the Haunted Mansion attraction at Disneyland. People coming in and scattering their loved one's ashes. What? The haunt? Like, because they had a good time with their loved one there? Is that why? I don't know, because why specifically the Haunted Mansion? Yeah, that's an odd choice. You'd think, like, a happy ride would be the choice. Ah, here we go again. It's a small world after all. 
It's the only one I wanted to go on when I got to Disneyland. It's the most boring ride. It's just like <laughs> a little gentle train ride, is it? On the water. You know, do the Simpsons episode where Bart and Lisa are, are kind of going through the tunnel and then Lisa drinks the water and she gets really sick? It's based off that ride. <laughs> <laughs> when I think of that song, I think of the Simpsons. I don't know if they changed the lyrics, but it's the same song. It is. Okay. So that, that yeah. is the scene that you are referring to. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. Look at you, yes, with your pirate flat. <laughs> so Ben and I are dressed up today. Ben has a pirate hat on. What do you call that? A, a bandana? Pirate bandana? It's a bandana with a skull and crossbones. Mm. It looks very cool with your big headphones over the top as well. I'm a trendy pirate. I'm actually Gaptooth Gary from Two Ships Down. You might remember <laughs> Gaptooth Gary. He's appeared in some of our Five with 55 video series. He's a real menace um, and he keeps coming back. You can find Gaptooth Gary on our TikTok account. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to spend some more time with Gary, he's waiting for you. And Anna's dressed up. Like she's working at a Scoops Ahoy from Stranger Things. <laughs> I've got a tiny, like it's a comically small sailor's hat and it's sort of just sitting on one. It's kind of, it's a bit village people, to be honest. But of course, today we're getting our spook on because we're celebrating a Halloween month. Of course, it comes at the end of October. It's an interesting one. Often as we're thinking about our promotions, we think about seasonal moments and of course, Halloween is one of those. So I'm going to kick us off today. Ooh, oh, oh, oh. Thank you for the spooky sound effects. Appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, giving me goosebump vibes, though, and that's another nostalgic childhood sort of look. Anyway, we're going to talk about some ways that you can lean into Halloween and have some fun with your brand whilst remaining authentic, because I think that's the key thing, particularly with seasonal moments, that you're picking the right ones and that you're being quite clever and relevant with how you use them. But I'm going to start off by talking a bit about promotional calendar planning and channel marketing and how you start to think about whether Halloween actually is something you want to focus on. So something that was really helpful at eBay and something an area that I got to work in in my second role, which was really great, was around quarterly planning. So if you're a small to medium business and you're trying to scale and, and grow, you definitely want to be thinking about your seasonal moments and campaigns at a quarterly level. So two months out from each quarter, we would have a massive session of brainstorming, thinking about what types of campaigns might be dropping in. If we were going to lean into Halloween or just end a financial year, or maybe we're going to do a summer campaign, welcome in summer, maybe a goodbye summer campaign, maybe a new year, new you. But the key thing is, when you're deciding on which seasonal moments you're going to lean into, that you're really looking at a yearly level and then at a quarterly level and you're leaning in. So as an example, because we're talking about eBay, uh, which is obviously a big e-com beast. I remember one year, Ben, we worked on a Halloween promotion and we actually, because in Australia, obviously it's not as big as it is in the US, but eBay is, of course, a global company. It's getting bigger here all the time, I think. I used to live on the street in Dremoyne and Shittany which was like the one street that did like a Halloween takeover. I've never seen it before. And we're trying to get home. I couldn't get the car in. All the cars were packed. This was pre-COVID. I had to be like the horrible person in the street because we don't do Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and I was poking through the window like, go away, children. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's actually very spooky of you. So good job. I know, but we were going to participate, but then uh, we, we moved. Oh, you were going to, sure you were. Okay, well, I feel like you, you like to be the Scrooge. Yes, but oh, I do not. But I, I think it's every year, I think Halloween gets bigger and bigger in Australia. 
personally. Yeah, interesting. Well, it, it's interesting that I, I feel like the first few years at eBay, we didn't lean into it. And then there was one year where we had sort of a different team and it was like, let's go all in, let's rebrand the homepage, you know, let's do it. And, and we can talk more about that later. But it was a very intentional decision of this is the moment we're going in hard on this year. And so that was a big part of that sort of planning. But to wrap up sort of on campaign planning and making that decision to really go hard on Halloween, it's really all about going, is this one of our big moments? If we're going in, let's go hard. Let's look at our competitors as well and see what they're doing. You know, there are other, for example, for eBay, you know, is Amazon or any of the other big e-commerce brands or Wish. It's like Voldemort saying Voldemort when you're there. You know, are they, what are the offers? How deep are the offers? Is it worth us sort of countering that and challenging it? What have we done for past quarters? Did it work well? Or actually, is a campaign about Halloween actually harmonious with our us as a brand? You know, does it suit our product or service or would it just not work at all? So yeah, really thinking about strategically, if we're going to do it, let's go hard. Think about it in your quarterly planning cadence, pop it in and just run with it if that's what you want to do. But Ben, I'll hand over to you. And I think we're sort of going to think about what kind of website or homepage design people might do if they're going with a Halloween campaign. So you've probably heard me talk about Stylescapes a million times on this podcast, 5 and 55 demo calls. I love Stylescape, but the first time I ever actually did one was at eBay. Um, and it was for our Halloween campaign, probably 2017, so a while ago now. Basically, we wanted to figure out how we could shape this retail promotion for the whole month of October. So we wanted to create a Stylescape to see what that could look like. So we started off by going, what colors do we want the brand to be? So we picked oranges and browns. And then we started to look at the illustrations that we wanted to use throughout the month and how we could add Halloween or a bit of personality to um, our emails, the homepage, banners, promotions, all sorts of different things. So that's what I recommend you do. I, th I think if you're an e-commerce business, it's a great thing to have fun with. For us as a design business, it's probably fun as well, but it's obviously not going to work if you're a doctor's practice, for example. Uh, it might not be the best thing unless you want to give blood. <laughs> <laughs> a vampire sort of themed promotion. Yeah. You could roll out every time someone has to have a blood test, maybe you send the nurse in wearing fangs, you know, come to take your blood. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween all year round, basically. I enjoy not taking ourselves too seriously. For example, for what we're doing, we're actually doing the 55 Knots Kraken O'Lantern sale where we've got a Kraken wearing a, a pumpkin on his head. And so if you go onto our website this week, you will see that we're running 50% off your first month. And um, that's sort of what we're doing from a promotional point of view. You'll see that we have embodied oranges of Halloween um, to bring some flavor into our homepage. And we've changed our language a little bit. So that's what you could also do with Stylescape is think about how you could spookify or how you could lean in to the season. Like, especially around Christmas, you'll find people often will lean into a lot of festive words and joy and all sorts of stuff. So you do the same thing with Halloween. Um, but I did want to talk about, I know we're talking about landing pages, but I wanted to talk to you about an out-of-home campaign that I thought was interesting. Maybe this could have been my fun fact. A couple of years ago, I don't know if you remember, Burger King trolled McDonald's on Halloween. Vaguely. Yeah, what was it? There was a period where clowns were becoming a, a scary thing and clowns were everywhere in the US and they were just appearing and doing violent things. And it was quite scary because people kind of using it as a mask to do to bad things. But Burger King told McDonald's, so everyone knows Ronald McDonald is a clown. Sorry, I had to think about his name then because I can't remember the last time I went to McDonald's. So what better way to kick off a Halloween content marketing campaign was when Burger King's had an ingenious idea to combine customer interaction was trolling of their rival McDonald's and its famous clown mascot. And the way they did this was 
Burger King offered a free Whopper burger to the first 500 people to visit select Burger King stores dressed as a clown. The campaign was promoted by a creepy clown-filled YouTube video with the hashtag, hashtag scary clown night. The whole idea with the campaign was you would go past Burger King and you would basically see Ronald McDonald in there ordering Burger King. So that was the whole trolling of it, because to think Ronald McDonald was off having a Whopper instead of a Big Mac. So, but that was a great way to lean into it. Obviously the clowns were a bit, they were kind of like Ronald McDonald, but scary. So yeah, that was sort of my facts about landing pages and how you can use stylescapes to design certain things. But um, I just, yeah, the out of home campaign was just something I thought was interesting and wanted to share it. It has nothing to do with landing pages, but that was an organic piece of content, I believe. So um, combined with ads. So it's a great way for you as a brand to think about how you can have some fun. I know we did speak about, I think at eBay, there was a, there was a campaign that was pitched to us once that was like, you know how um, radio shows often have the, they'll play games with people and they'll kind of tell you where somebody is. And if you find the person, then they get, might get a cash prize and they'll start to give you clues throughout the day to try and find it. One of the things that was pitched, I think was like, you had to go take a photo of random zombies that were seen around the city, stuff like that. So you can have a lot of fun and then, you know, give a cash prize or a way to promote things in a fun way. That's like having a couple of zombies out in the street and trying to get people to find them um, might be a fun thing to do as well. That's just means just talking crap now. No, so. not at all. <laughs> I think as well, um, Ben, I remember with the Halloween takeover that we did with eBay, there was also some really cool spider animations you guys did, a little... We had a little spider that came down from the top on a little string and then it would come back up again. But I do believe you would like to talk to us about some social media content ideas for Halloween. Yes, I would love to. So if you've decided... Yes, my brand is a brand that will do well to promote Halloween and you're leaning in. Of course, you need to think about your social media content plan and how you roll that out. So I'm just going to talk through a few different ways that you can spookify your social media channels during Halloween season. So social media channels, what are we going to do now? A great first step is, of course, to update your Facebook profile image or your Facebook page banner. So what are some ways that you can really spookify that sort of main page, the first impression that someone gets when they jump onto your Facebook page. Can you add some spiders dropping down on a string like we just mentioned? Or what relevant creative ways can you spookify? Even some words like Ben mentioned, you know, Christmas is all about joy, festivity. What are some spooky, scary words that you can drop into your copy across that Facebook page banner? And fun, spooky images. So... What are some ways that you can spookify your images? An example that is really simple, you know, we spoke about our brand Shredder's Nutrition before and like an easy way for them to spookify and remain relevant would be to change the background behind their product images to be like a graveyard or something that's really simple. And another sort of fun, spooky Facebook image could be your office, your staff members all dressed up as spook like us. Your staff not doing their work. That's horrifying. (laughs) Yeah, that is in itself. That's a horrifying image. Uh, But, you know, easy ways to spookify your images. We love those options. Promote your spooky promotion. Now we've just spoken about, you know, eBay really lent in on some discounts. We just really personalized the 20% off promotion that we usually run each month to become a spookified version. Ben mentioned we've got a wonderful 55 Knots promotion running, so stay tuned for that. Uh, It's going to be beautiful. There's going to be some beautiful banners popping up, but it's going, okay, great. We're going to run a discount. How are we going to boost that discount and make it spooky? You'll see that we're going to see the pumpkin on the Kraken, which is a, I've already seen a teaser of the creative. It's truly terrifying, but it's a really nice way to just to 
add that little bit of flavor to your standard promotions. And a nice way also to sort of drive engagement and lean into the seasonal moment is to think about a special event or contest. Now, there are a few examples of brands that have done this. An example is the US Dunkin' Donuts. So they had a bit of a promo which came with a hashtag, hashtag Dunkin' Dress Up Contest, where they asked families to post a picture in spooky Halloween costumes, of course, with the delicious spookified donuts. So that was a great way to get consumer generated content for the brand. And of course, you know, that's going to really build authenticity when you've got a promotion where families or consumers are showing that they're interacting with your product and they're having a good time. So that is bon appetit, beautiful content. Bon appetit. Bon appetit. We love that type of content. Authenticity is another thing that we've spoken about, which is really important when you're thinking about all of your content marketing across a Halloween themed period. How do you be authentic and something to flag as well as, and we've spoken about this on podcast episodes before is, you know, another seasonal moment of course is Mardi Gras and and it can feel really jarring when a brand tries to suddenly become really inclusive and rainbow washes all of their stuff and it just doesn't feel authentic. So it's going what is that really relevant way that I can lean into Halloween? And I think a great example is the brand Lush Cosmetics. So they are, of course, a makeup brand. And one year, it was in 2019, they had a limited Halloween collection, a limited edition. And it was this sort of spooky makeup product. And they featured it with a bunch of photos of like a hand covered in, looked like a gruesome hand with sort of weird nails and this sort of paint makeup but it was it was an organic post actually and it got a total of 3.9k interactions within two weeks so sometimes it can be a great way to really boost your organic content because it's fun it's playful and people want to get involved you don't have to do any hard sells you're just helping people have a good time yes we like to see we do like to see it good social organic content the best we love organic content so once you've got your social media plan sorted for your halloween period you might want to start thinking about your email. And so, Ben, are there some ways that you can make your email design a bit Halloween friendly? You can. Who's another brand who's really good at doing this sort of stuff? Sorry, I just thought about it while you were talking. Yeah. <laughs> Whom? Whom? Is Uber. What do they do? You know, every time like you'd go to order an Uber and it's like a special day or something, like they have little um, celebration emojis on top of all their cars as they drive around to celebrate Freedom Day. And they'll often do this as well with like Christmas and Halloween and special occasions. They'll actually make their cars emojis that are relevant to what's going on. So, and that's just the fun way that they use the inspiration of these type of things to have fun with their brand. So I just thought about it. I know when they were doing an ice cream promotion a couple of years ago, there was like little cars driving around as ice creams. So it's just a cute way to lean into like the retail moment or the moment itself. But anyway, email design ideas for Halloween. Obviously, the same with what you can do on a homepage, you can do a Halloween email design takeover where you might want to spookify your email, changing the colors, going completely off brand, maybe even and getting completely creative with it, changing your font to something spooky. It's a great place to obviously promote any Halloween promotions that you've got going on to your database. You could even do a trick or treat promotion. I know a lot of e-commerce stores now have like the wheel of promotion thing that you can click. And it will spin and it's random and where it lands will give you a certain discount coupon code. So you could do the same thing as a trick-or-treat promotion where you lead somebody to your your website from your email. But I would make that a a cool animated gift to get them engaged, get it to the website and then whether or not they get a treat or they get a trick, which might be a lump of coal. Who knows? That's Christmas again. But you get the idea. You can find ways to to play in on this stuff for trick-or-treat. I think another thing, I think we did it for Halloween was... um, 
calling it to coupon codes here again, but where we were sending out different coupon codes based on the hours so, and they only lasted an hour. So depending on when you waited, if you waited too long, then you would have got a trick. So you might think the last coupon code may have been a treat or a trick, but if you waited for that last coupon code and it could be a trick and you would get nothing off. So this is fun ways you can play, lean into it. Um, there isn't too much more you can do with email except using animated GIFs, lean into like at spookifying your creative. Maybe you want to do a beautiful big image, which isn't best email practice, but it might be a good time to kind of lean into that. Think about ways you can use images to create intrigue and interest where they actually have to click to kind of get the results so it's not in the email. So that way you can increase your click-through rates and get them on the site and hopefully buy some stuff or reach out to you. But yeah, those would be my tips for email design. Wonderful. Thank you, Ben. Truly terrifying. And that's what we like to hear when we're talking about Halloween. So today we've spoken to you a little bit about ways you can authentically and creatively lean into Halloween as a seasonal moment. Of course, the first part is going going, is this a moment that works for my brand? If yes, great. Have a think about it during your quarterly planning, make it happen, get it in there, get it in the calendar. And then once you've decided that, move on to the homepage, website design, have a think about other creative ways, like Ben mentioned that you could do a bit of an activation in store if that works for your brand. Then we moved on to talk about social media and content and how you can really spookify your social channels to have impact and get some really nice organic content happening because that's what we love to see. We want some organic engagement so that we don't have to pay for the ads where we don't need to. And then Ben wrapped it up with talking about spookifying your email design, but also just thinking about coupon codes and maybe doing some sort of a trick or treat game. And that's been Halloween from us. Have a spooky, spooky season and make sure you check out our Halloween promo because it's going to be beautiful. Soon did Captain Coco come to bring unlimited designs and rum. Thanks for listening to Design That Scales. If you want some help designing your Halloween campaign, follow us on Instagram at 55knotsagency and get in touch. Join us next week as we talk with our in-house logo designer, Jolan, about what goes into a kick-ass logo. We'll see you next week.